the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Isaiah chapter 25 verse 9. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 9. Oh, I think it's a good place to put your hands together. Powerful scripture, isn't it? Yeah. It says that this is our God. We have waited for him. And he will save us. I don't know how long you have been waiting for God. I said I don't know how long you have been waiting for God. But in this month of December. I said in this month of December. He will save you. I said he will save you. Then the Bible says that we have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice. I don't know, but if you have not laughed this whole year, get ready to laugh throughout the month of December. Oh, somebody give the Lord a laugh, a laugh, a laugh, a laugh, a laugh, a laugh. <laughs> what a blessing. So let's take it one more time and then we'll be sitting down. Let's take it together. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 9. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this time in your presence. Lord, minister to our hearts this short time we are going to spend in your presence. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. This morning, I'm also excited. Um, one of our dear pastors from the Catch the Anointing uh, denomination. Um, he, he used to be at uh, Santas, but now... Hemai. Hemai. Do you know Hemai? It's in Kumasi. Yes. He's here with us. And um, I think you should say hello. I think you should say hello. Just say hello to the church. Give him a microphone to just say hello to the church. And then... Uh, oh, show some love. Show some love. Show some love. Show some love. Amen. Amen. I'm so honored to This is Reverend here. Kofi Bannon. Reverend Kofi Bannon. Wow. Yes. Amen. Amen. And... Um, I'm so, so very honored to be standing in front of this international pulpit. Yes. <laughs> um, I bring you greetings from Kumasi. Wow. Um, 
just like Bishop said, this is a special service. Amen. Amen. And, um, I needed to be here. Wow. And so I have come. Yeah. What you have been receiving Sunday upon Sunday. And um, I want to say that um, by the grace of God, Bishop Dag has a lot of fine pastors and bishops. Mm. And, and you have one of the finest among the finest. Oh, your happiness is not very good. You should be happy that you have one of the finest amongst the yeah, finest. Amen. You know, I've known Bishop for quite a while. Yeah. And, um, very long time. Very, very long time. Yeah. And, uh, go. He counseled me for my marriage. Amen. He has been a part of my life. And, my family. and I'm so grateful. You know, everyone, you need to have a pastor in your life. Yeah. That you can always call and be open. But to me, are you are you understanding yeah. me? And and I, I can call him and be open. Um, Bishop, I'm struggling. Bishop, I mean, I have this problem. Bishop, I'm bored with this church member or with this pastor. <laughs> you know, and um, he has always been a faithful pastor to me. So, I want you to also avail yourself. And until you see your pastor as a gift of God to you, you will never receive the gift of God for your life. You know, when the woman at the well met Jesus, Jesus told the woman, if you knew the gift of God, you would rather ask me. You know, some of us, we are standing in front of the gift of God. And I mean, behaving funny. That from today, we have all changed. When you see the gift of God, it is wrapped in a man or a woman, the pastor or the prophet or the teacher for your life. Amen. And we have a very fine gift. Bishop, I'm so honored to be part of the service. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Oh, is that all you're going to do? Put your hands together. Show some love. Show some love. Show some love. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, are you ready to hear the word of God? You know, he's saying that I'm a fine pastor. He's also a fine pastor. Can't you see that he's a fine pastor? Yeah, we are so glad. Bishop Dag, God has anointed him to yeah. see gifts in people. Yeah. And, um, he's able to uh, bring them out. And we are so grateful for that. Amen. Right. We have been talking about the mega church. And um, we said that... Do we still have copies of the book when it's finished? Okay, we said that um, it is God's will that we have a mega church. We looked at several reasons why we need to have a mega church. And uh, Bishop Dag says that if you want to convince somebody, you need to give the person enough reasons. One of his books tell them he has 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. <laughs> and 
Amen. If after 120 reasons you still are not a soul winner, then I don't know what is wrong with you. There must be something seriously wrong with you. So, uh, so many good reasons why we must have a mega church. And it is to our own advantage. If we have a big church, if we have a church with many people, yeah. One of the reasons is that we're going to meet the biblical quota of 25%. Yeah. Obuasi has about 200,000 people. So 25% should be about 50,000 people. And when we look at the number of people in the church, and even all the churches in Obuasi. Yeah, I don't think that <laughs> any church has over a thousand people. People say that they give huge, huge figures. But when you go and count the people, you see that it's just about 500 or something. Like that. Yeah. So we really have a long way to go. And that is why when we call for outreach and you don't come, there's some way. Eh? Mm. Or. What I'm saying is not true. True. Yeah. And you know yourselves. <laughs> when we call for outreach, you will never come. Yeah. But you see, that is how we can have a mega church. So we also saw that, of course, you can find your married partner in the church if you have a mega church. <laughs> there are also connections. You can have somebody open a door for you to get a mega job to do. And, and many, many blessings that are in a mega church. And um, we looked at one of the things that helps to have a mega church. Which is commitment. That you have to be committed. We looked at four types of commitment. What are they? Number one is what? Fair weather commitment. It's like when it's the way today the sun has come. Some of you have come. <laughs> but if it was raining, we would not see you. Okay. And then the second one is what? Situational. Situational what? Friendship, Friendship commitment. So the situation <laughs> permits it, makes it nice for you to have some kind of relationship. But if that situation is gone, mm. let's say you were in school together, you are no longer together. And then number three, we said what? Non-situational. Non-situational friendship. And that's better. Yeah, because it's not dependent on anything. No situation. Yeah. Now, the fourth one, which is the best one, is which one? Marital. Marital commitment. You have to be maritally committed to the church. Because God is married to you. Jeremiah 3.14 we saw the scripture. He said I will take one from a city, isn't it? And two from a family. He said what? Why? It's a ten, oh backsliding children say the Lord, for I am married to you. Uh, 
When I take one from a city and two from a family, mm. he said, What? I will bring them to Zion. So it's like somebody has married you and brought you to his house. Are you getting it? Yeah. So we are actually married to God. He has married us. He's done the wedding. The day you said, I'll give my life to Christ. And you came to the front and you were saying the sinner's prayer. You were actually saying your wedding vows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Clap your hands here. You thought that it was only when you came with your husband. That's the only time you are giving wedding vows. When you come and stand here and say, Jesus. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Come my into my heart. Make me a new person. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you. What did you think you were doing? You were saying your wedding vows to your lover, who is Jesus Christ. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. So, when you marry somebody, you don't just get up and then you leave. As some of us do. You are in church, then the next time we hear, you have stopped. The way you are serving God, we can't see it well. I have some wives, sometimes they don't perform well to their husband's satisfaction. Some, some church members are like some wives. Yeah. One day I was talking to a lady, she said, she's going out of the mind, she's tired. I said, stop that rough there. What do you mean by you are going? You cannot go. to me I quoted a scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 4 for her. <laughs> After that, she changed her mind. The scripture says that if the spirit of the ruler rises up against you, leave not your place. Leave not your place. For yielding pacifies great offenses. Everybody, you have a place in the church. Yeah. Some of you, <laughs> when, I, when I look in the church, I can, I can, when I look at a certain area, I, I can know that you will be sitting there. Yeah. Like Mr. Aydan, when I look this way, I know I will see Mr. Aydan. I used to look this way and see uh, Chief Inspector. At the back there. Chief Inspector, when you're in the baby choir, there are some people. When I look, I will just I know that you'll be sitting there. You have a place. Don't let anybody take your place. Because of small offense. Yeah. It's a great blessing to have a place in the church. Yeah. Satan, the Bible says that. When he misbehaved in heaven, he was cast down. The Bible says that, and there was found no more place for him in heaven. So because of that, he wants everybody else to lose their place. Somebody say, God forbid. I will not lose my place. Yeah. But you see, sometimes when you don't come for quarries, you are losing your place. Oh. No, I'm on the choir because they don't, they don't come for rehearsals. 
When you don't come and sing, it's your place. It's a great blessing that God has given you to do something. Last Friday, Bishop made us pray about mm. a certain prayer. Mm. He said that we should pray that whatever spiritual gift God has given to us, we will use it. So that one day, it will not, somebody's blood will not be required out of your hands. Maybe you are supposed to sing so that somebody will be saved. No, I used to say, I, when I got born again, there was a church I used to attend. There was a lady in the choir. I just love the way she, she sang. And anytime she sings, there's some joy. One of the songs that I remember so much when they are singing this song, um, Come let us praise. You know that song? Lift up your eyes to the Lord. Lift up your oh, you should see her. Then she's smiling. Hey, because of her, every time I, I will go to church. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never told her. I think I should have told her. But every day I went to church because of that lady. She was very the joy of the Lord. Yeah. You will never know who comes to church because of your singing in the church. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's here because of you. So don't hide the gift that God has given to you. One day when you arrive in heaven, God will say, This thing I gave to you so that you help it. Somebody will come to the church, will be helped by it. You didn't. You Now, today, quickly, I want to jump to chapter 11. Especially on this first Sunday, I want to, and as we are ending the year, I want to hammer this point very well. Becoming a permanent member. Becoming a permanent church member. Becoming a permanent church member. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Some of you are used to my preaching. You are tired. So the new people who have come around today, they are clapping. You see, some of you are, you are tired operate. of clapping. Yeah. Forgive. John chapter 6. Verse 65. Our time is almost up. Mm. So just mm. run through quickly. You know, God is expecting you to be permanent. Yeah. Bible says that Jesus said to them, mm. uh, He said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come to me except it were given to him by the Father. Mm. 66. Mm. From that time, Adam. Many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Mercy. Forgive. Because of the message he preached though. He has been giving them food. They were very happy. They were eating the food. They were enjoying it. Then he said one or two things. That was it. The disciples left him. So 67, <laughs> Jesus said unto the 12, 
Will you also go away? Will you also go away? I'm asking you, will you also go away? Yeah. No, you see, when a person has a feeling that you are here permanently, he can also give himself fully. You sisters, when a brother is walking around you and he's not serious, you can see that a brother is not serious. Only a few foolish sisters will continue being around the brother. And sisters, yeah. <laughs> if you want to counsel a sister, counsel her when she has not fallen in love. When you see that she has fallen in love, I'm telling you, don't try, don't even say that. Say good luck. That's all. The Lord be with you. Remember, it's amazing, no? You see that they don't listen to anything. You can see that the sister, the way she's going is a way of death. But she will not mind. You can see that the brother is not serious. He's just looking for one thing. Oh, Bishop, he will change. Okay. okay. We are here. See that as soon as he gets what he wants, that's it. So Jesus also wanted to know whether the people are with him because of the bread or they were ready to be with him irrespective of the bread they were going to be there that is what he was looking for and we also in the church we are asking the question are you here because maybe we are saying something nice that you want to hear so that the day we don't say something nice you say I'm going are you here because maybe the kind of things you like that is what we are doing so the day we say we have changed the way we do things you are leaving you see, in Christ, the Bible says that in him, we move. So if you are not ready for changes, you are not ready for things that will make the church work better, you cannot work with God. If you are working with somebody, you must be ready to move along with the person. When things are changing, you also adapt to the changes and go. Yeah. I don't think that I've been the same throughout the time we got married. If you ask my wife, she'll tell you. But she has made adjustments to flow along with me. Because many times, when you are marrying people, a lot of times, they show you the right leg. They bring the right leg. Right leg. Right leg. Right leg. And then when you marry, then they bring the left one. They say, hey! This one too is there. Is there? <laughs> you discover a whole lot of things you <laughs> never knew. <laughs> so you see, we want to see that you are permanent. You, you are here for life. Then we can also give ourselves fully for <laughs> you. Because some of you, I, sometimes when I look at you, I wonder 
whether you are just passing through. Are you just passing through? How come the slightest thing you can just decide that I'm leaving? How come? I can't think far. <laughs> I have a lot of things to say, but my time. Yeah. You see people, they say they belong to a party, a political party. You see today, they are there. Next time, they say they have joined this party because you don't know. And that same attitude, people bring it to the church. The church has become like a political party. Or a football team. <laughs> Yeah, with Arsenal, they are scoring Arsenal so much. So he decided, I'm going to mind you. You go to mind you, mind you, they are scoring mind you. They shall change to Chelsea. Say, what about Liverpool? <laughs> or Liverpool? What a shock. What a shock. So, Bishop says here that I realized that many of the young church members were vastly. Hey, am I there? <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. Vacillated. <laughs> Vacillators are people who are not, their minds are not made up. Now says yes. Not constant. They are, they are, they are, their minds are not made up. He said the best type of church member is a permanent church member. Yeah, 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 yeah. A permanent church member is unmovable. Stable. And dependable. Yeah. A very important characteristic of that member is that his mind and his heart are saying, I am here and I'm here forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, no. Any place where there is no spirit of permanence, nobody. That's where. And we also don't want to encourage that kind of environment here. I am here with you forever. Unless maybe Bishop Dad decides to move me from here. But I'm here. I'm here. Mm. If he says I should, I'm here. So I'm casting Or you want me to go? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll leave him. When I said it, some of you were looking, say, Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who is that? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> when you go abroad, eh, so called like the US, uh, say, you will America. see that you'll be there. You will oh. see that there are billboards advertising divorce. Nah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People have put their phone number. They say, are you thinking of divorce? Are you lonely? Are you, are you thinking of divorce? Call this number. And your friends are number. To free. 1777 divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Divorce. So the D is a is a, a number. So when you press the D, it's a number that will press D I V O R C. When you call, oh, somebody will pick up. Will be be and they will help you to divorce. So you see that people just divorce easily. In that environment. A friend of mine he took his wife abroad. Madam Fubide, 
They were there one day. The wife said he wants a divorce. He said, <laughs> he said let's go back to Ghana. As soon as he arrived in Ghana, that dog went away. I will divorce again. If you ban it, must be in our review. It's a demon. It is evil spirit that don't like togetherness. They always want division. They want separation. These are evil spirits. The Bible says that these be they, Jude 19. Sensual. It says these be they that separate themselves. Sensual having not the spirit. When you don't have the spirit of God, you have the spirit of Satan. You will always like to separate yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I'm going to give you 11 reasons. I don't think I can give you all today. Because of what is ahead of us. 11 reasons why you must be a permanent member. Are you ready to receive something? Yeah. Reason number one. You are part of a family. Yay. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 3. From verse 14 to verse 15. Ephesians 3, 14 to 15. Mm. He said, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Verse 15. Of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Yeah. The Bible says in Psalm 66 and verse 8, it says that God puts the solitary into families. God takes you and then he puts you into his family. He gives you a family to belong to. So you find that all of a sudden you have many brothers and sisters. You have many uncles and aunties. You have fathers who can speak into your life. What a blessing. And when you belong to a family, you don't leave that family. I don't think that any of you have left your family because maybe you quarrel with one of your brothers. You are still a part of the Chemenu family. How many of you have decided to leave your family because somebody said, How many of you, you have been hurt by a family member before? <laughs> have you left your family? No, 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 So why is it that when you are offended in the church, you leave? You see, recently somebody put something on Facebook. Eh, in the church, you you can't leave the church. You, what, what was that? You see, and like, the church is a court. It is not a court. You see, a family. You can't also just leave a family. So, if you want to re-describe it, you would re-describe it as a cult, but it's not a cult. It's a family. We are a family here. We are together. We love one another. We stand with one another. When you are 
when you have a funeral, so I'll be here. there standing with you. When you're having your adoring, I'll be there standing with so you. Because I'm your family. When you're celebrating, I'll be celebrating with you. When you're mourning, I'm mourning with you. Because you are my brother. I say you are my brother. I say you are my brother. You are my sister. Yes. There are times when I've done things for church even that I've not done for my family. Because the church family is a very strong family. How can me, I have decided that I'm in this family for life. But you, you have decided that the family, you are not in it for life. You give your time to the family. You give your strength to the family. You give your talent to the family. You give your money to the family. That is what family is. Yeah. But many of us don't even understand what family is. And so we think that we can just leave. No. This morning, somebody called me. And pay will be framing. There's a problem. My What's brother it? is sick. My brother, this I had to rise up and stand because my, my sister is calling me. Says, I must stand with the person and pray with the person. And that is why you can call me at any time of the day, whether at night, dawn, whatever, and I'll be there for you. But to me, I'm And I'm expecting. That you will also be there. When there's something, let's all come together and do it. It's a family. Yeah. If you have noticed these days when I'm addressing, I say hello, family. Because I, I believe that this is a family. That I but do you see this as a family? Or you see it as a society? Association. <laughs> You see, association is different. People just come from different places, but we are of the same father. We are all of the same father. You see, those at the back, they will not clap. Tell somebody, don't disengage. Catch your visit, may you move Yeah. We used to have a song we used to say, stay connected mm. to the tree of life. Stay connected. Stay connected. Stay connected. Talk us of Tell okay. somebody, stay connected. Stay connected. Yeah. Don't just run away because <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen any family that there are people who are temporary family members. Have, have you heard some before? I'm just a temporary family member. Those of you at the back, are you with us? Wow. Yes. Even there are some adopted children. You see that they are part of the thing. But you are not adopted. Even servants sometimes become very close to the family. Oh, you haven't seen some before? Oh, yeah, I've seen. So listen. Let's join the family world. Let's hold on to what God has given to us. Yeah. 
Family members belong together in a lifetime commitment. Church members must belong to the same family in a lifetime commitment. Number two. Hey. Are you realizing that the blood of Jesus is more powerful than your family blood? Number two, you are part of a building. Yeah. Say I'm part of a building. Part of a building. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. It says that for we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. You are God's building. Yeah. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, mm. the Bible says that, and ye all as lively stone. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. God is using you and I to build a house. He's building his spiritual house. So you cannot just decide. I don't think that we have come to church and then one of the blocks here has decided that it is going. How, how many of you, you came to church and you saw that one of the blocks has decided to go <laughs> You haven't seen some before? Uh -huh. Yeah, I so said the way they are painted the wall, I don't like it. I like blue color, but they have made it white, so I'm going. <laughs> yeah. You see, we are using these illustrations for you to understand what you are in the house of God. In fact, the Bible says that some people are even pillars. The Bible talks about James and Cephas. Mm. That these were pillars mm. in the house of God. So the pillar that is holding the building cannot just decide to move. Pillars are the more serious people in the church. More committed people. So when they decide that they are not going to be around, a great vacuum is created. Yesterday I was talking to somebody who said she was going somewhere. There was a family program she has to attend. And I said, hey, so you are not going to come to church? They said, oh, sorry. You may not know, but your absence will create a great vacuum. Yeah. And that is why you should not just decide that I am not coming to church. I will not be around. You are creating. I mean, if you came here and there were holes in this wall, you will not like the building anymore. In the spirit realm, that is what you are doing. You are creating holes in the building that God is building. Tell the next person, you are creating holes in the church. Creating holes in the church. 
Oh, they didn't understand what he said. <laughs> you know, some people, when they preach, whatever they preach is not them. It's like this one is not me. Hey. As a person, yesterday, were you at the outreach? As the person. Do they understand now? They understand now? Uh-huh. People like examples with uh, whatever, illustrations, illustrations and whatever, diagrams. diagrams. <laughs> God forgive you. Yeah. But blocks don't move. Block Stones don't move. Yeah. I said, are you a moving block? Or you are a... <laughs> Number three. You must be permanent because you are part of a garden. You are what? Part of what? A garden. A garden. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 5. Mm. Ah, there's some nice breeze being here. Bro. I tell you. It's too nice. I want to stay here. Isaiah 5, 5. And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard or garden. I will take away the hedge thereof and it shall be eaten up. And I will break down the wall thereof and it shall be trodden down. So he said, this is what I'll do to my garden. And you are God's garden. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9 it says that ye are God's husbandry, which is God's garden. Now, if you had a garden, and today when you come, one of the plants has moved, it has gone to the next house. <laughs> I don't like the way that house they treat me. I'm coming to this house so that they treat me well there. And then when it goes, they say, oh, no, this one to the water is no good. And then they move to another place. Do you think that that plant will do well? You cannot just be in the church and then today you say, I'm moving to another place and then next time I'm moving to another place. Stay in the place and be blessed in the place where you are. Yeah. The Bible says in Psalm 92, mm. verse 10, mm. he said, mm. he said, you have anointed my head with oil. He said, my horn is exalted like the horn of the unicorn. Mm. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Verse 11, he said, well, my eyes shall see the desire of my enemies. Mm. Verse 12, mm. he said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Mm. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Yes, cedar. Lebanon. Verse thirteen. He said, "Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, those that be planted, those that be planted, those that be planted, those that be planted, not those that are moving, not those that today they come, tomorrow they are not there, but those that are planted, those that are planted, I see you planted in the house of God, I said I see you planted in the house of God, you will not be someone who comes today and tomorrow you are not there, you will be a 
And look at it. Mm. He said, you will flourish. Also, where are from? from? Ah. Verse 14. He said, he said, go to verse 14 quickly. They shall still bring forth fruits in old age. I see you bringing forth fruits. I said, I see you bringing forth fruits. Some of you have been around. I see God making you bring forth fruits. As you have stayed around, may you enjoy fruits. May you enjoy fruits. May you enjoy fruits. In the name of Jesus. You see today, as we are here to ordain our lady pastor, she has been around for years. She has been planted for years. You see people, they are around small. They want to have everything. No. Stay planted. You will see the blessings of God like never before. Ask the next person, are you planted or you are? <laughs> are you planted or you are just moving around? The fruits are not showing in your life because you are not planted. We can only see fruits when you are planted. When the thing is not planted, and it keeps moving, we will never see fruits. Yeah. So you see the people who have been around fruits of marriage, fruits of progress, spiritual progress, fruits of blessings, fruits of breakthroughs. You see them in their lives. I see it happening in your life also. Receive your fruits. Receive your fruits. Receive your fruits. In the name of Jesus. Your staying around will not be in vain. Yeah. I tell you. One day we shall sit back and look at some things. And see it, has it, has it has not been in vain. It has not been in vain. I believe that God is planting many of us. God is speaking to many of us. We are not really planted well. But I pray for you that you'll be planted. I see the great husband man working on you. Taking out manure. Adding to you. Adding fertilizer. Adding things, nutrients. Things that will make your life better. I see it happening to somebody. In the name of Jesus. Somebody believing God for a child. It is about to happen in your life. Somebody believing God for a breakthrough. As you are planted. May you enjoy the blessings of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. May you see the fruits of your labor. May you see every fruit you need to see. In the name of Jesus. May God bless you. And may you continue. To be planted. In the house of God. Listen to me. I am not out of way. I'm just out of time. Next week we'll continue. Stand to your feet. Wow. Wow. Oh, are you clapping or you are? 
There's a song like that. Oh, lift up your voice and sing. Oh, Today I want you to lift up your hands and begin to talk to God. Talk to God. Pray right now. Pray that you'll be a permanent person in the church. Pray that you'll be planted in the house of the Lord. Pray that you will flourish in the house of God. Pray that you will do well. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. pray. We are praying. Let's just pray. Everybody pray. Let's just pray. Nobody singing. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Open your mouth and pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me to be permanent. Oh God, may I be permanent in your house. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. May I be planted. May I be planted. May I stay. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the family that you have placed me in. God, you have placed me in the family. I'm not going to leave the family that you have placed me in. Give me the grace to stay in the family to stay in the family to stay in the family in the name of Jesus oh Jesus you know many times we don't even know that we were alone and God put us in the family Psalm 66 but it is it says he puts the solitary into families. God has put you in this family. Just like your biological family. That you will stay in it for the rest of your life. He also gives you a spiritual family. So that you stay in that spiritual family for the rest of your life. Can people stop moving? What are the movements for? Today, I believe that God 
is adding some new people to the family. You may be here today. Somebody invited you to church. But you are not saved. You are not born again. God is asking you to come. And to be a part of this family. When you give your life to Jesus. You become a part of his family. Today as every head is bowed. And all eyes closed. You want to say pastor pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be a part of the family of Jesus. I want to be born again. Today if you are here like that. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. you Let it go up. Don't be shy. My brother, lift it up. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. God is bringing you into his family. I see many hands lifted. Let it go up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Tomorrow may be too late. But today, if you can hear his voice, don't harden your heart. God bless you. I see your heart. If you have lifted up your hand, stay with your hand lifted. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Please help them to come. Help them to come. Help them. Yes, help them. Let them come. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Beautiful. Oh, are you excited? Oh, heaven is rejoicing right now. And look at the way you are clapping. God bless you. God bless you. Come all the way. God bless you. Hallelujah. Anybody wants to join them, come quickly. We are about to pray. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. We're going to pray together. I want you to pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today. Today. I thank you. I thank you for coming to die. For coming to die. And shed your blood. And shed your blood to wash away my sins. To wash away my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me all my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Please write my name. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In the Lamb's book of life from today. From today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus two three three five nine one five two four five two two. That's plus two three three five nine one five two four. 522 to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. 
Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.